0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, Richard Arnold, Stateside. Morning. Morning, Mike. This guy, 20 hours, an astonishing amount of time, isn't it? So he's spoken for the first time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, he has. Uh, he can laugh about it now as well. But 28-year-old James Grimes wasn't laughing when he found he had fallen overboard from a Carnival cruise ship and had to tread water for 20 hours before being hauled out of the drink. Uh, those Carnival cruisers, not the ones that offer endless buffets and drinks. It's party time on the seas, folks. So how many drinks did Mr Grimes buy before he fell unconscious and wound up in the water? I couldn't really say. Yeah, might be the problem. Uh, he, does, he does recall there was an onboard competition, uh, which he won. He did like an air guitar solo, and there was a competition they were doing, and I'd won it. Which uh, gave him one more free drink. It was then that he <laughs> felt he needed to uh, go to the bathroom, and that's the last thing he recalls until he wound up swimming with the fishes and emerging from his total collapse. Just how he actually went overboard, we will never know. But his family did not report him missing till the next day when the cruise line uh, put out the search alert 12 hours after he disappeared, folks, 12 hours. We did have a a fairly significant search area. It was a potential of over 7,000 miles. Yeah, it was not looking good. Uh, While back in among uh, the waves, James Grimes had lost sight of any vessels, but he did see a large finned creature he believed was a shark. Came up and bumped one of my legs, and I kicked it with the other leg. It scared me. As it was getting dark, though, he uh, saw the coast guard who'd finally spotted him. He was waving his socks, which he'd taken off to signal them. So uh, they sent in a swimmer who tied him onto a rope dangling from their rescue chopper.
0: First thing I actually
1: told him was, I don't have any clothes on. <laughs> Another inexplicable <laughs> part of the saga. The rescuers say he was probably down to his last seconds energy-wise. Close to death, they suggest. Now, though, he is just fine, and the moral of this is clear. Playing air guitar can be
0: dangerous. Indeed, and he is the reason I don't go on cruises. Tell you what, that B-21, that's a good-looking plane, isn't it?
1: It is. And uh, how about a mind-blowing figure to uh, cover it all? $316 billion New Zealand. Three hundred and sixteen. Billion is the amount the Pentagon projects it will take to build and operate this new generation of stealth aircraft they've just unveiled. This is the first new bomber the U.S. has produced in about 30 years since the original Batwing planes came into service. This new one, the B-21, looks a bit like the older plane from the outside, but everything on the inside has changed, says the Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin.
0: Even the most sophisticated air defence systems will struggle to detect the B-21
1: in the sky. Well, this new bomber is designed to deliver both conventional and uh, nuclear weapons, and it doesn't need to be based uh, outside the United States. It can go anywhere without the need for further logistical backing. It can pretty much fly without detection, as you hear. Uh, The aircraft was unveiled. uh, In California, where it will begin, um Flight testing here at the Edwards Air Force Base. The first flight is forecast to occur in the middle of uh, next year. The unveiling itself, a bit like a Hollywood production, wasn't it, with the plane initially covered in cloth and bathed in blue light. Uh, the builders, Northrop Grumman, didn't go into much detail about the aircraft for now. There are six of the planes in various stages of production. The US Air Force plans to acquire at least 100 of the new bombers, with the first one going online in the mid-2020s. Hence that price tag, $316 billion.
0: Nice. See you Wednesday, mate. Appreciate it. Richard Arnold, Stateside, Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays at 10 to 7. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.